the snake you're tripping with. Yes, I'm the boss. Hey, hey, out there in the internet podcast audio world, welcome to the Hustle and Fitness Podcast with myself, Mr. David Mifsud, on my own again. I'm sure I'll get back into it with my partner in crime, Jake, soon, but welcome to another episode where I talk about all little mindset, goodie, sometimes business, sometimes fitness, sometimes personal development, uh, sometimes just musings that come to my brain that I think are worth sharing, and that's probably more aligned with this one, where I want to talk about, I couldn't think of a better name other than screw talent. And what I mean by that is I believe that we are doing more harm than good when we talk about talent and the way we talk to people. So I want to share with you what I think is one of the most damaging expressions, things you can say to people, uh, both on them and actually yourself and how to do it better. And let me dive right in because essentially I have a, a very strong belief in mindset in our ability to grow. As humans, as people, we can learn new things, we can develop new skills, and we can get better. And there's kind of two mindsets that come from this and are opposing. There's a growth mindset, which is what I just discussed then. We can learn, we can get better, and we can always be improving. And there's what's called a fixed mindset, which essentially says that the way we are, the way things are and what we do is is fixed, and it's not going to be getting better. We're either good at something or we're bad at something. We're either going to do well or we're going to do poorly. And it comes with this kind of there's no point working on it type of attitude. Why do I bring that up to start with? I said screw talent. I think one of the worst things you can say to people and around is to talk and say to someone, wow, you're really talented. Sometimes people say, well, you have a gift. Now, I don't think people always, when they say you have a gift, mean that it's something inherent. They just mean you've got something you can give. That's all a gift really is, right? But generally, when people say you have a gift, they're saying it like it's something you got given from birth, like you have this inherent natural gift to give to the world. And I really think it's damaging. I was kicking a soccer ball around my gym the other day, and and I can kick a ball all right. And someone said to me, oh, you're really talented with that. And I was like, talented? Like, I didn't get born out of my lovely mother and start juggling a soccer ball and catch it on my neck from day one. No one can. No one is born with some ability to kick a ball around and do things. You have to practice on it. You work on it. It sets and reps like being in a gym and then you get better at it. And all of a sudden you have skill, not talent. And some people probably use those words interchangeably. I get it. Like talent and skill depends how you define them. But I think a talent is something more inherent. Whereas a skill is something you've developed. A skill is just an ability to do things. And I had to stop her there. And I said that And I was sort of half being smart ass, but I half wasn't because I genuinely to my core believe this because I hear people in the personal development world, especially as well, they yell from the rooftops, you know, find your gift, find what, what you have to give the world and find what your, your little special abilities are. Like you're a superhero, undiscovered that ability. And I think that's really cool when people easily find something. If there's something you've been procrastinating on, you're putting off, you're like, am I good enough? Can I really do this? Can I really get out there with it? When someone screams at you that you have a gift and you should share it, it actually motivates you to go and do it. So it's good. It's, it's, it's positive in that regard. But if someone says, you know, you've got this gift, you've got to share it. And you sit there and you're like, uh, like when you search Google, like a long word and Google's like, sorry, no results found. If that's what your brain does, when you hear share your gift and you're like, I, I just don't think I have anything special about me. It's crippling. It's crippling because now you feel like you're behind the eight ball. You feel like everyone else is better than you inherently and you don't have any special talent, any special gift. And so why even bother? You'll never be as good as other people. And I think this is really 
long-term bad for the person hearing it and even the person saying it because if you're saying it you're actually reinforcing it to yourself in a weird way if you're telling other people they're talented or have this inherent natural gift you're re reinforcing that belief to yourself now you're probably thinking but like am i trying to say that genetics don't matter that some people aren't naturally better at one thing or another than other people no absolutely i am more than happy to lay down surrender and I think we can all agree genetics do matter. Some people are better suited for certain things. I just think you can't change them. So it's a waste of time and a waste of energy dwelling and talking about them and encouraging it. I think the quickest way to feel disempowered in your life, to not feel like you're in control of the ship, that you're at the whim of the waves in the world, is to focus on what you can't control. And whatever gifts you were given or not given or genetic advantages or disadvantages you had, they're there, yes, but dwelling on them is a severe waste of energy and time. And if you haven't been given and you haven't won the genetic lottery, then you of all people should be spending or not wasting time worrying about genetics because you're... Look, Here's the, here's the harsh reality of life with this stuff. If, you have a, if you're not born with genetic gifts and things like that in certain areas, you may just have to work harder than other people. Sorry, that's the truth. You're listening to a guy who has atrocious genetics for working out, for getting in shape, for gaining muscle, losing weight. I've trained in the gym for six to seven years, albeit off and on with a bunch of different injuries, which is probably potentially genetic related too. But I've trained and been disciplined in that area for a long time and, and went through a period of my life where I was more disciplined than probably anyone on the planet. And I saw worse results than a lot of people half-assing it. There are guys in the gym who've been there for six months who have seen better results than I have in six years. You don't think it's frustrating? It is fucking frustrating. It gets me down very often. But I have to remind myself and pull myself out and realize there is no point dwelling on that. There's no point just constantly focusing on the genetic component of it, that maybe I'm not getting as much results as other people are, that I have to work hard on other people. How is that serving me? If there's any belief in your life you're not sure about, ask yourself the question, how is that serving me? If it's motivating you to push harder, go for it. If it's getting you down and making you be like, fuck it, why even bother? Then you need to reevaluate that belief. So that's where I come from with this. I accept that it is all true. Some people are naturally better at other things, but we need to focus on what we can control in life. And when you speak to people and you say, wow, you, you pick, you're really naturally good at that or you have a gift or a talent, you're just furthering that. So instead, let's switch. And if you want to learn more about exactly how to switch this, read the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. She really dives into these two types of mindsets. Amazing book. But instead of saying, oh, you've got talent, why not say something like, Wow, you must have worked really hard at that. Or what if someone hasn't worked hard and they do seem to just be naturally good at it? Well, don't say, oh, you picked that up so easy. Say, wow, imagine if you kept working at it, how good you could get. Notice the focus of all of these sentences is on the work, is on something we can control and we can encourage. And I'm not saying become a workaholic and just constantly work for the sake of working. But let's put our attention on what we can control and that we can work towards things better and that is empowering, whether they're good or they're bad. And if, they, if someone's not good at something, if you're not good at something, reframe that to, I guess I just need to work harder. I guess I just need a few more sets and reps. And that's it. It's not whether you're good or bad. It's are you good or bad at it yet? 
Are you willing to put in the time over a long enough period of time? And there is so many examples of people out there. There are entrepreneurs who had learning disabilities, who failed school, who are now running huge companies. There are athletes who got dropped from teams when they were younger, who made it to the top. If they were genetically gifted, none of that would have happened. They would have just cruised on through, but they may not they never have put the work in because of their genetics. So you have to actually see it as a good thing that it, it builds work ethic. I stand by that the, the discipline and drive I have in my entire life has stemmed from what I got out of the gym when I was younger, going on a weight loss journey, training, diet, all that stuff. If I genetically was already in really good shape, I probably never would have done that. I probably wouldn't have had the urge or desire to need to go to the gym. So I never would have developed that discipline, never would have developed a better mindset, which has now served me for the rest of my life. So that's a powerful reframe. Maybe you want to be harder. Maybe you want to have to work a little bit longer to build a bit more discipline, to face those challenges, to build more character in yourself because you've had to overcome those things. If you can spin it that way, if you can flip it on its head, that shit is empowering. That shit is empowering. So I'll leave you with that today. Maybe you agreed with my rant. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think I should acknowledge genetics even more. I would love to hear it. Let me know on the social medias if that's how you found me or anywhere else or just come to my house and leave me a nice big note. But that's where I stand. I think I'm talking from personal experience, how powerful it is from someone who, you know, has, has, has got to what he's got in life, nothing through genetics, nothing natural, you know, in fitness. In, I think business is a great example because as much maybe some people are naturally more confident, but business is such a skill. Learning how to market is a skill. I don't, I don't think many babies pop out and it's yet five years old are writing compelling marketing copy or doing videos really well. Maybe there's something in there genetically that does help a little bit, but even still, there's a good expression, genetics loads the gun, but your actions pull the trigger or your environment pulls the trigger, call it whatever you want. So that's where I stand on that. I think business is a great example of that. And when you have that mindset, if you want to go into business or you want to do something different, you can go at it from a place of knowing it's just a matter of time, a matter of effort, and you can learn anything you want. And maybe it'll take you five years and it takes someone else two years. Who gives a shit? It's your life. If that's what you want, is it not worth waiting for? It's not worth working for? As long as you believe you can actually get better and grow and get there, then you'll start. But if you start from a place of, well, I haven't got an inherent natural gift in this, so why bother? You're not going to bother. And you're going to settle and you're going to wake up one day and be like, why didn't I go for what I wanted in life? Well, I was convinced I wasn't going to get it anyway. The story we tell ourselves about our life is constantly influencing what we do, what we have the confidence to try. We need to be the world's most careful editor of that story. Hope you enjoyed this, guys. A short one, a quick little bit of brain candy for you. If you enjoyed it, you should subscribe and listen to more of these. And I think you can review these things. So you should go give a five-star review for the podcast and tell everyone that it was good and you enjoyed it. And that would be amazing. And listen to more. You can find any more uh, comments or anything you had on that. I would love to hear it because I like discussion. You can hit me up on social media to search for David Mifsud and you'll hear more podcasts when I post about them. Have an awesome day. Talk to you later. Goodbye. I keep them coming back. We keep them coming back.